Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jamie Baines. Today's guest is PJ Morrissey. I was working an off-duty job when a guy approached me and gave me a bead bracelet with a thin blue line color pattern. He told me about the special woman who made them and wrote down her website for me, emilysbracelets.com. I went to the website and was amazed at the number of bracelets this woman had designed. I sent an email and asked if Emily could come on the podcast. PJ responded and said that Emily doesn't do well with interviews, but he'd love to come on and brag about his sister. Take a listen to our conversation and let me know what you think. And welcome back to the podcast. Today's guest is PJ Morrissey. How are you, PJ? Good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. I appreciate it. Now, I ran into... um, well, you came upon, or I came upon you, because I was working in a store, and a gentleman came up and gave me a blue line um, bead bracelet, and he said, this is made by a young lady named Emily, who has her own kind of product line of bracelets, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Okay. So, um, yep, Emily is my older sister, yep. And so give me give a little background on Emily, on you guys and um, how this business came to be. Uh, sure. So, um, like I mentioned, Emily is my older sister. Uh, she just turned 23 uh, back in June. Um, uh, Emily, at birth, was uh, had some challenges since birth. Um, and due to a, uh, a result of oxygen deprivation, um, she was soon diagnosed with uh, cerebral palsy and the many challenges uh, that come with CP. And um, uh, some people may know CP is different for everyone that has it, but for Emily, it affects her uh, mostly uh, global delays in her particular gross and fine uh, motor skills, uh, her cognitive skills, and then her speech. Um, You know, despite Emily's uh, challenges, she's more fortunate than uh, most of us because she has a way of uh, looking at things that not everyone else has. And um, she's able to see the good in people and not judge them before even getting to know them um and along the same lines uh her smile is absolutely infectious because it's genuine because she's reflecting back at the person that she's smiling at and all of the good things that she sees in that person um has she always been like that um yeah uh as far as i can remember in the i'd say past uh you know uh seven to ten years or so she was um when she was little, we had kind of uh, more more trouble, you know, trying to get her to uh, branch outside of our family and um, speak to strangers and stuff like that. Um, ironically, she was actually um, diagnosed with selective mutism because it was so difficult to get her uh, to talk to anybody besides um, us or even some of our extended family. Um, but that has significantly changed, and um, I, I think a lot of that can be contributed to um, her special business, um, you know, and uh, it, it really definitely has built up her pride and, um, uh, you know, given her a purpose, you know, uh, she can wake up every morning and um, like uh, most of us, she uh, goes to work making uh, bracelets. And, um, you know, we were kind of afraid that that something like this would never come along. Um, in high school, uh, she, 
uh, was in an eight-year program, and they kind of worked with these students to build these skills that they might need in um, or that they might be able to perform in a workplace such as uh, cleaning, counting money, um, anything. Um, and Emily wasn't loving that too much, and, you know, her uh, teachers weren't the best and weren't uh, extremely receptive to what she wanted. So, um, you know, that worried um, myself and my parents, of course, because, um, you know, ha having a, a family member with special needs, um, I, I think one of the greatest worries uh, that us as family members have um, is, you know, like, what is this uh, sibling going to do after high school? Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, the unfortunate reality of the situation is that 80% of uh, those with special needs are unemployed today. And um, which is really unfortunate because, um, you know, many of people, many uh, uh, of the other students, just like Emily, you know, they possess these, certain things that they're really good at and um you know it could be something niche like uh editing videos but you know that uh skill is something that you know sometimes people have to go to school for years to perfect and um a lot of emily's peers already had those skills and it's really unfortunate that um that they'll never really be able to tap into it in the workplace. Why do you so, think that is? And I'm, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but you bring up very interesting points. And if I cut you off in the middle, it's just because I'm so curious about Emily and you guys. Yeah, sure. And why do you think that is? Why do you think that it is that they're not being able to get these jobs, even though they have these skills? You know, I, I think it's honestly still kind of a stigma. Um, you know, I think workplaces are worried that if they hire people with uh, different abilities or special needs, that um, they'll have to constantly be babysitting them or um, going back and double checking over their work and honestly probably just see them as a liability, which is extremely unfortunate. Um, because like I said, I mean, um, that they oftentimes have, uh, you know, these amazing skills that mm -hmm. um, could be easily, you know, uh, put to great use. Um, so I, that's kind of uh, another one of our goals with uh, Emily's bracelets is to, uh, you know, bring awareness to an inclusive workplace and um, creating jobs for those with um, special needs. Have you guys or do any organization organizations reach out to businesses and say, hey, look, this is what's going on. These folks have have skills. We want you to hire them. Do, do any organizations like that exist that you know of? Um, so there's a few that are similar to that. Um, there is one in Richmond um, that I don't know if you're familiar with is uh, Tablespoon Bakery. Um, they um, employ those with uh, special needs and that's their main workforce. So that's their, um, you know, like entire goal is to uh, give uh, those uh, individuals a job. Um, is that like Positive and, Vibes Cafe as well? Yes, yes. Um, Mac, just like Max's Positive Vibes Cafe um, that unfortunately actually just closed down. I thought it, maybe um, I saw that on your guys' website. The, um, yeah, yeah. Why, yep, when it, did that that's, that was been That's been around for so long. Do you have any idea why it yeah, shut down? So I read the article. They've been around since, um, I think, 2008, it said. And, um, you know, the owner said that he started it for his son, Max, to um, 
you know, kind of similar to have uh, workplace training and mm-hmm. um, uh, have somewhere to work. And, uh, you know, he just said that they had such uh, trouble, uh, you know, making it through the COVID-19 pandemic. And then mm. um, just, uh, you know, adversities related to that. And then he also seemed like um, he was ready to move on to his next chapter. And um, luckily, it is uh, the building where it was located is being taken over by a, um, another restaurant that is similar. Great, um, they, great. Also, they also provide um, those kinds of services for um, individuals with um, disabilities. So uh, that was exciting to hear. Absolutely. And the, um, I know that the, the, these folks want to work, right? Yes, absolutely. I mean, um, I, when Emily and I were in high school, we were fortunate enough to go to the same high school. Um, you, you know, I would oftentimes volunteer with the Special Olympics, which would mean, you know, that I'd be around her classroom a lot. And, you know, these kids have such kind hearts mm-hmm. and um, just want to, you know, uh, experience uh, the world, uh, you know, just like the rest of us, even uh even considering their challenges, you know, so they definitely want to be out there in the workplace, you know, and um, a lot of them have uh, been successful in doing so. I know uh, through Next Move program is uh, like one of those uh, organizations that you had mentioned that helps try and find um, job placement for um, those individuals. And so they do that through like the Cork Hotel down here in Richmond. Mm -hmm. And um, I've seen a few of, Emily's uh, friends uh, successfully participate in that. And they, I mean, they love it. They, they want nothing more to be able to, um, you know, do these jobs just like the rest of us. So, um, you know, again, it's just really unfortunate that it's uh, 80% of adults with disabilities are not active in the workforce. Did Emily run into problems with bullies growing up? Um, no, be, um, pretty much because I wouldn't let it happen. Um, you know, <laughs> good, good. We never, we never went to the uh, um, same school growing up until high school, mm-hmm. so it was kind of difficult. Um, but she, my parents, fought extremely hard to um, have a uh, good in-classroom aid for her at all times, and um, so she definitely protected Emily a lot, and then um, her teachers growing up definitely protected her a lot. And then um, when we finally started going to the same high school together, you know, um, people definitely knew not to mess with Emily <laughs> or um, her uh, other classmates. And um, even the teachers were uh, rather surprised. We're not expecting my surveillance and uh, reports home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was kind of a culture shock for them. And uh, But, yeah, no, um, she's never really had any issues with that, you know. And, Good. Um, I've always tried to stand up for her and stand up for, um, other, uh, individuals like Emily and, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't usually tolerate it very well. Good. Well, I don't think anybody should. Yeah, I agree. What do you think are, and I'm going to get to her bracelets in just a minute. What do you think, just in your opinion, are the solutions to, um, these folks not being, you know, in the workforce? What, what more do you think could be done if you had... If you had the power to do it, what would you what would you do? Oh man, that is a great question because this is something that um, my dad in particular has been, um, you know, 
uh, rattling around in his head for a while. So we've definitely had conversations about it. Um, you know, it, it would be great to, uh, you know, grow Emily's bracelets to a point where we're also able to hire those with special needs. But I also think um, that it is going to take some kind of something to, you know, create this awareness to employers that, you know, you're really missing out on this untapped market because, um, you know, these are skills that are needed and um, can be utilized in day-to-day operations for, you know, many employers. And, um, you know, a lot of the times they're actually better at it than some of the people they hire. So, um, (laughs) I'm not surprised at at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I, you know, I just hope I either through, um, advocating or, you know, through some sort of, um, legislature or something that, uh, you know, the, um, culture starts to shift towards, uh, you know, hiring these individuals and um, allowing them to work in these workplaces because I mean, I mean like I said, it's it's crazy that um, that they just don't use these skills um, to their advantage. And um, if I had access to all of the money in the world and um, you know all the resources that I would ever need, I I would absolutely you know start some kind of uh, placement agency or start my own large business and, um, you know, uh, find a job for, uh, all of these individuals like Emily, um, that harnesses their skills because, uh, it, um, it really is a shame. So, um, but yeah, I hope to see you change. And I imagine these folks, they use, and you said before, they have such kind hearts. I would imagine that most of these folks, don't care about anybody's color, don't care about anybody's religion, no. anybody's race, anybody's nope. preference, nothing. Like they just they just they just like people. They just right. like yep. people. You put it perfectly. <laughs> yep. They they're the most genuine, kind hearted individuals. I mean, you can walk into a room full of a bunch of different people and they're not gonna judge any single one of them. You know, they see you for you. They don't judge you for what you're wearing or uh, what job you have, anything, you know. Um, they're human beings too and um, want to be included and um, you know they have this special gift for sure um, to see uh, the goodness in people and um, it's really what this world needs I, I agree more than 100% if that's even possible yeah. so let's talk <laughs> some about how did Emily's bracelets get off the ground how did it get started what was her first bracelet and whose idea was it so um it was, we actually can thank her uh, PTs and OTs from early on um, when she was really little, right after she had been diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Um, she had uh, launched into physical and occupational therapy uh, for the rest of her life. And through occupational therapy, one of the ways that they were having her um, fine tune her fine motor skills was um, beating these large wooden beads onto pipe cleaners um, and that's pretty much where it started and and continued ever since um they noticed that it had worked pretty well to um you know get the get her fingers moving in um certain ways that they hadn't before and um so she's progressed ever since then she uh is now to the point where she can um bead small little pony beads onto uh stretchy elastic string 
while just looking at the TV. Oftentimes, she's not <laughs> even looking at the beats. Um, so that's uh, where she got that skill. And so she has pretty much been doing that her entire life. And um, there came a point where uh, I'd say mm, seven or eight years ago now where she, I can remember her sitting at the kitchen table doing it and making, uh, you know, certain seasonal ones like uh, autumn ones, uh, Halloween ones, Christmas ones, wintery. Are these all of her own design? Is she designing all these on her own? Um, yeah, they came out of kits and everything, but, um, she wasn't necessarily following the instructions. So, um, uh, yes, they are, they had her own touch to them, but, um, she, um, so she would make these themed bracelets and then give them to us or give them to family members. And then I remember one day, um, freshman year of high school, I was in the class and one of my classmates said to me, Oh, Hey, where'd you get that bracelet? And I was like, Oh, my sister made it for me. Um, I could probably ask her to make you one if you want. And, um, that's uh, kind of when uh, myself and my parents had the idea that, you know, maybe this could turn into something um, that she could do after high school. And um, so we did a little more discussing on uh, the logistics of everything and how it was going to work. And uh, we built a, uh, a website and uh, built up a bunch of uh, the social media channels. And um, we officially launched on October 1st, 2018. And um, since then, we have sold over 12,000 bracelets. Wow. wow. Yeah, I know. That it's is crazy. crazy. That is when we, awesome. When we started, we had no idea that it was going to be this successful. I mean, if you had told us back on October 1st, 2018, that we would have sold over 12,000 bracelets <laughs> at this point, I don't think, I think we all would have laughed because um we, we we were so new to it we didn't know um we didn't have everything down but um it, i mean it's it's been great to see the support for emily um in the community and in our family and i mean all over the um nation people place orders from you know california hawaii colorado uh, you know states that we were the the orders would come in we'd be like oh my god this one's from nebraska <laughs> yeah i mean we, we just couldn't believe it and um it, it, it's um been great that uh she's been able to uh, stay active with it now that she's out of high school mm-hmm. and you know like i touched on a little bit earlier it really has um given her that greater sense of pride i mean she stands up straighter and um, she talks louder. And when <laughs> she was still in high school, her um, teacher mentioned to us, you know, like, I've really seen a change in Emily. And she uh, raises her hand in class and um, provides uh, meaningful uh, discussion to whatever we're talking about. And um, I also noticed it like we'd be out in public in uh, Walmart or something and a stranger would talk to her while I'm turned away looking at the coffee or something. And she would launch into this whole sales pitch about, Oh uh, yeah, I have a bracelet business at Emily's bracelets and my brother built me a website and I come back and I'll be like, Oh my goodness. Oh, hi. You know? And um, that's just something that she would never used to do. So it's really great to see um, what it's done for her. And um, it's been really nice because we've also been able to uh, give back to the community through it. Um, we've raised over, uh, $6,000 primarily for the Special Olympics, but also other organizations such as uh, the Friendship Circle and then the Metro Richmond uh, Police Emerald Society Line of Duty Death Fund. Um, so that has also been 
amazing just you know to be able to give back to those organizations in our community and she does uh, I mean, you you guys have done some appearances right i think I, um in channel 12 did one on you guys and a couple of the pictures you sent me looks like you guys might have been at a craft show Yes, yeah, so um, she has uh, been on our local NBC station, NBC 12, CBS 6. Um, her best friend is uh, Jeff Katz at uh, um, News Radio WRVA, mm-hmm. and um, he, she uh, listens uh, to him every day, and um, he's one of our greatest supporters. Um, he tries to uh, mention Emily, not tries to, he does mention Emily's bracelets every every one of his uh, broadcasts, so that's really great, and um, that's I think that's also definitely contributed to uh, her uh, sense of pride, you know. Um, <laughs> we uh, joke about her getting a, a big head and um, <laughs> n- not becoming too famous. You know, we don't uh, don't want her to her head to get too big. But um, no, it uh, it's been really amazing. What do you think? What is the the next step with Emily's bracelets? What would you like to see um, happen with it? Um, I would definitely like to um, get national attention for it and um, be able to grow to the point, like I said, where we're able to. Um, start uh potentially looking for um other uh individuals like emily to um help in our day-to-day operations um you know whether it be packaging the orders uh printing out the orders whatever um that i think is definitely our next uh big milestone that we are uh trying to achieve are you guys able to do it now does she have a lot of orders like back orders coming in does she keep on grinding them out um, she's actually pretty good at grinding them out. Um, she um, has worked a lot these past few months to um, build up a lot of inventory, so that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she, rather than um, necessarily making all the bracelets individually, um, we have devised a uh, plan where she um, does one huge long string of uh, whatever design it is. Mm-hmm. And then when the orders come in, we're able just to cut it and um, put a tag on it and tie it. <laughs> very smart, very smart. Yeah, so that, um, that we, uh, we're we pretty happy we figured that out because that definitely streamlined the process a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are um, definitely positions that um, we would like to uh, fill with um, those with uh, uh, special needs. Um, so you know, uh, we get a significant amount of orders um, monthly, but, you know, they're still a little bit spotty. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there could be a day where we don't get any. So I would just like to see a little bit more um, consistency before we uh, take that big step. And does that, <clears throat> does the spottiness, does it upset her at all? Or is she like, yeah, well, you know what? No. <laughs> it'll no, it'll happen. Let me keep on great. pumping these things yeah. out. Yeah, no, she um she uh, likes every break she can get. Um, you know. <laughs> He's at every break she can so, get. She likes. <laughs> yeah, so, there was uh, um, one time she um, was. Uh, we were working pretty hard because it was our Christmas rush time, and um, she was um, not really having it anymore. So she fired herself, <laughs> um, and uh, we kind of had to explain to her, you know, like that's not how that works. But um, <laughs> yeah, so if uh, yeah, um, if if we. Um, definitely uh we're as busy as we are around uh that time all the time that i think we would uh, definitely be able to accommodate that well man you guys i think you guys are awesome as we kind of close it out what do you want people to know first about emily and then about people like emily what would you your final thoughts on on both be 
That's a good question. Um, you know, uh, I guess I'll answer Emily. Um, uh, the best way to support Emily is uh, at emilysbracelets.com. Um, she has a bunch of different uh, designs and lines. Um, we just released our Valentine's Day collection. And uh, further to come, we have uh, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, um, everything. Um, she has wooden bracelets, military-themed bracelets, awareness bracelets, um, first responder bracelets, and you can even uh, go online and customize your own. And um, as a thank you to you and to your listeners, um, we are going to be offering a special discount code, um, and it's going to be 20% off any order over $10. And the discount code is NOVEL, N-O-V-E-L. You just use that at checkout and get 20% off. Very cool. Um, thank you. You you can also find Emily on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Emily's Bracelets. That's where um, we update on new releases and then um, also – uh, things that uh, Emily is doing in life, uh, like the Special Olympics. Um, uh, as for uh, other individuals like Emily, um, you know, I I want people to uh, know, like, you know, they they are human beings too, and um, they are uh, oftentimes incredibly smart. And um, if uh, you are in the position to uh, hire wherever you may be. And um, think you may uh, need somebody with uh, certain skills, then um, I encourage you to um, uh, dig deeper and, um, you know, possibly reach out to um, local high schools with um, uh, the uh, special needs programs or, um, you know, anywhere like DARS uh, through the state. And um, I encourage you to um, uh, allow them to work in these positions. Well said. Well said. Thank you very Thank much, you. man, for being on the show. I will hope to have you back, and we'll, yes, come, sir, we'll definitely talk some more and see what else we can do. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, man. Take care of yourself. Thanks, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. That's it, guys. What do you think of PJ and Emily? Or about the fact that 80% of people like Emily can't find work, despite having a skill set that is equal to or greater than people working the same job. The way Emily looks at people is the way we should all look at people. Not judging others by the color of their skin, their gender, their religious beliefs, or any of the other ways that people who claim to be leaders want us to look at each other. Emily looks at each person as a fellow human being clumped together with other human beings here on earth. Period. Make sure you check out Emily's bio then head over to her website and get yourself a bracelet or six. Look out for one another. Ignore anyone who wants you to hate another human being simply because they're different than you are. Thanks for listening.